M S W Media. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The, the Final Word. Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! This is where we get the stupid stories from you and Frangela08 at gmail.com or at thefinalwordpodcast.com, and then we make fun of them. Yes, we do. First up, the reason why I chose this story is because there are a lot of people involved. I mean, there are a lot it's of names. It is a journey. And also, there's a lot I like of things this, There's on. some things that were right or wrong. I like the moxie. I like them. I love the moxie. So this is Spring Valley, Illinois. Lena Alfano, wife of Auditor General, General Frank Martino, I'm yes. going to say, shoved a woman out of a bar and held her down on the sidewalk until a friend of the victim pushed Alfano off, according to police. That's right. Martino posted, her husband posted a $120 bond. Which seems low to me for assault. Me too. For his wife, age 54. That's so important. Lena's 54 years old. Yes. She held down a woman outside of a bar mm-hmm. and I, I believe had words for her, I'm assuming. Yes, she did. And um, had to be pushed off of her and then basically just had a $120 bond. Okay, so what happened was, so the police come and show up and they they can't go to the bar, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like a friendly neighborhood bar and started asking questions, right? And she says, okay, so according to the police, what happened was... Uh, the officer starts questioning this yes, woman, Lena yes, Alfano, right? Yeah. The, the assaulter, if you will. Right. And she says straight up, the bond money was worth being able to beat up this woman. <laughs> yes. She just says it. She's she like, it. oh, that money, $120 was worth that beating. And she said, I'd do it again. And I'd do it again. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't care. And she goes on to say, I wouldn't care if I got arrested again. Yes, yes, yes. Now, what happened was... Uh, Carrie said a friend of this woman uh, of Alfano who she did not recognize warned her that she should leave or Lena would cause a problem. I mean it was going down. So people knew. People knew. What I'm hearing is that people are like girl Lena's here and she is not she is mad at you. You should leave. Yes. But I guess she didn't and I'm not saying that that means she deserved to get assaulted. Clearly she did. What happened was Lena asked the woman she shoved if she was married to this guy. Uh, His name is oh it doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway. So she (laughs) 
goes, no. are you married to him? And the woman was like, yeah, I'm married to him. And that's when the shove. She goes, he stole from my family. And I was like, really? Yeah, but years like, ago. 20 years ago. 20 years ago, he she, stole. He stole. She's saying that he stole some kind of money from One her family. One billion dollars. $1.7 million. How did that, how do you, how did he steal it though? Let me tell you something. When, okay, lots of things in this story make you go, hmm. The husband is an auditor general for this, that's for this, I believe, is that a state office? Yes. I think so, yeah. Okay. They are, this is such a, I, I'm going to just say it. This Chicago. feels Chicago. <laughs> the Chicago Chicago politics. politics situation mm-hmm. because if you your husband if her husband stole 1.7 million dollars from their family and it seems like she was taking retribution at that time yes. for that money means that he nobody ever caught up with him nobody and everybody knows who he is that's right okay this is some Chicago politics well, stuff going thing. down if you here's my thing if somebody if you stole my TV and I knew that you did it and I went to the police and said hey Francis stole my TV there'd be an investigation and mm-hmm. if they found your my TV with you you'd get arrested but what I'm feeling and gleaning from this article although I have no business I don't know right. but it's because it's not in here is that this was an amount of money that for some reason couldn't be, be reported exactly that the only way to say get it back was was in flesh yes. 17 years <laughs> later. Okay. So what kills me about it is the same level of rage. Now this one was 54. Mm-hmm. So 17 years ago when this went down, this this woman, this what I gotta tell you about Lena. Lena holds a grudge. Yes, she does. Lena has oh. been walking in the bars for 17 years going, hey, hey, is what's her name here? <laughs> if she walks in, somebody tip a tap me on the shoulder so I know that because I'm gonna kick her ass. Her her anger level has gone nowhere. That's right. And in fact, in fact, people told this woman when she walked in, don't oh, leave her here, girl. Lena, you can't be here. Bitch, still stay. <laughs> That's right. Now, here's the thing. She, the woman who she attacked, isn't the person who stole the money. She's in the family. Yes. Of she's the married to the guy. Married to the guy. So I got to tell you, this situation, Ooh, is, it reeks of Francis and I sitting at the bar with strawberry daiquiris <laughs> watching. I'm it just you. reeks of it. And it is, I was like, this is so levels and I have this is what I think is interesting about the way that it's written too they go into a lot of detail about Mm -hmm. the police office they're very careful to, to say Every every line has it as the police officer wrote. The yes. police officer wrote. Yes. The police officer wrote. Because I think they're very familiar with what happens if you don't attribute things to the right person yes. with this group of people. people. Yeah. Yeah. This is a neighborhood bar. What was it called? It was called like. It was some, called Don't Come In Here, Lena's Here. <laughs> Jack's Place. You know, don't nothing good happen at Jack's you know, Place Lena's on Friday night. Lena's people up in there. You can't just be walking up in there. <laughs> You took that one point seven million dollars. You gonna take your husband gonna take one? I would move. I would not ever go to Jack's. I know that's Lena's place. I'm never going to Jack's place. I know he makes a mean margarita. I gotta say that Lena, while being wrong, balance is wrong. She's right that one hundred and twenty dollars. That's worth it. Yep. <laughs> that is not even a punishment. And I love the cop being like, she smelled of alcohol and was swaying when she said it. <laughs> she was like, I did it. I love, this is her quote too, as they're arresting her. So I kicked her ass. I admit it. Take me to Jane. <laughs> love it. Yes. So let me tell you something. You need to take care of yourself. That's right. Especially if you're out there expending that kind of energy. Okay. <laughs> you got to you got to keep yourself up. And I'm going to tell you the greatest, easiest way to do it. 
Care-of. Yes. Care-of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. 90% of people fall short of FDA-recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. Mm. Take Care-of's quiz and get the vitamins you need to get back on track and reach your health goals. Isn't that amazing? 90%. 90%. Care-of puts honesty first, providing the research that supports each of their recommendations backed by a scientific advisory board. And they do. If you look through, when they send you your packet, they send you all the information about the pills, and when you're picking mm-hmm. up, when you're looking at the pills online and the, everything that they're recommending... They show you the study. Like, they tell you what the studies and, and how it was done. Was it a double blind? Like, they give you all of that information. Yes. Um, your monthly subscription box can be easily modified at any time. So it's not like you have to take the same, like, you're stuck with it. Right. It's incredibly easy. They have an app. Totally simple. It's wonderful. We love it. Care-of offers pre- and postnatal supplements uh, with accompanying research to help mothers and babies alike stay their healthiest. That's wonderful. And it's totally cool. It comes in these little packets in this dispenser. You pull one out for the day. You've got your vitamins for the day. You, if you, you order your sticks, like I take out my immunity stick because I'm about to get on a plane. Mm-hmm. I take my immunity, which is delicious, by the way, and on my vitamins. And then also on the package, it says your name. And then it has all this, like, it'll be something cute, yeah. like a quote or a, a weird fact you know or a saying or a motivational phrase but so you're interacting with it it's fun it actually takes something that's a chore however light you might think it is and it makes it fun and easy breaks it down makes it so easy you don't have to worry about it anymore so for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins visit takecareof.com and enter Frangela that's right for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins take visit takecareof.com and enter Frangela that's visittakecareof.com and enter Frangela for 25% off your first month. Do it now. Woo. Next up. I love this story. It's the simple one. It is it the is simple one. We'd like to take you down to North Charleston, South Carolina, mm-hmm. where authorities say a 44-year-old woman who was angry at a man for returning home without beer. Yeah. Beat and stabbed him with a ceramic squirrel. You know, it's the simple things in life, Angela. I sent you to, to the, the store. store. You come back up in here. Yeah, yes, I did say to bring flour. <laughs> yes. I did say to bring the, the mushroom soup. Yeah. But the important item was the beer. Yes. Okay, you should have known that because I started. The uh, Charleston uh, County Sheriff says uh, in a report that deputies found a man covered in blood. That's not, oh, okay, that's, that's not funny. That is not okay. That is not funny. Um, when they arrived at Helen Williams North Charleston home she told investigators the man fell and cut himself Mm. but could not explain why her hands and clothes were also so bloody (laughs) he fell on her and she was tense her body was tense and sharp covered in blood squirrel probably still in her hand see the headline for this goddess because the headline was woman attacks man with squirrel squirrel for not bringing home beer that headline gets you in the idiot of the week we wrote back to the person who sent it to us yeah this goes in before we read it because the headline is that good so she's like oh so he's like why are you covered in blood she's like Ooh, um, yeah. I hugged him really tight. Yeah. <laughs> so she didn't know she didn't have any kind of excuse for that. And so then they did the smart thing, which was ask him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, yeah, no, uh, I didn't bring home the beer because th- this is the thing. The, I don't think you could get beer that night. Yeah. It was like a holiday. And so, you know how different towns have rules about that? Right. So, But she didn't want to hear that. She wanted the beer. She was pissed. So she picked up this ceramic squirrel and beat this man and then used it to stab him in the shoulder and chest. Wow. I 
mean, she took basically a squirrel hummel. Yeah. A little figurine and turned, turned it into, into a, a instrument weapon. of death. A and weapon. Maiming. She weaponized a squirrel. A ceramic squirrel. See, that's the thing where you think I've kept guns out my house. Mm-hmm. I've kept, you know what I mean? And here you're going to take a ceramic squirrel. Also, it tells me that you didn't need that beer, girl. No, you did not. <laughs> you did not need that because that fire was lit. <laughs> Because I don't believe there's no substance in here. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about it. It's a short article. But it smells like This meth. smells like meth to me. And that smells like time. meth. Especially, Ooh, especially all like this meth. energy and the, the have the half excuse. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing. She was like, oh, this is how he fell and cut himself. He fell and cut himself. Then why are you covered in, in, in blood? blood. Clothes. Um, she, and here's the thing. She didn't even take a, a breath to wash her hands, change take her up shirt. shirt. No, she's no. just like, no, I just, no, this is some BS. Oh, wait. Dang, y'all are good. I didn't know Colombo was gonna come to my house. I didn't know. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Y'all like Hawaii Five O up in here. You caught me. Let me tell you something. Sleep is important. Okay, yes, it is. And the quality of your sleep affects the quality of your daily life. All right. You know, <laughs> you can't you can't be at your best if you don't get any sleep or you don't get a really good full not fitful sleep everybody knows that yeah you know angela and i angela has seen me those mornings where i have tossed and turned all night and then we have to work you have to do something important the next day you're a mess you're a wreck i'm a wreck if you're struggling to get good night's sleep you've got to try a purple mattress yes they are different from other mattresses they absolutely are they'll probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced because they use this new brand of material that was developed by guess what an actual rocket scientist yep yep it's not the memory foam you're used to all right the purple material feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time so it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable plus it's breathable so it sleeps cool no more waking up hot tossing and turning you get Ooh. that nice cool sleep yeah that's nice they've got so many ways to make it easy too it's a mm. hundred night risk-free trial if you're not fully satisfied you can return your mattress for a full refund it's backed by a 10-year warranty they've 10 years 10 years people and they've got free shipping and returns and best of all you're going to love purple that's right you get a free home setup and old mattress removal Mm -hmm. best of all yes you're going to love purple and right now our listeners can get 10% off your entire order in addition to this week's free gift with the purchase of a mattress just go to purple.com and use our promo code frangela at checkout that's purple.com code frangela the only way to get 10 percent off plus your free gift is to use our code frangela at checkout purple.com and then frangela do it now next up yes okay all right 35 foot python tries to choke man to death while posing for a photo you immediately see the problem yes you do that escalated quickly I mean, that really got out of hand fast. What's really bad for me, Francis, is who this man is. Yes, he's a forest ranger, okay? That's right. It says that he had to fight for his life after draping the reptile, the python. 35 feet. Over his shoulders during a rescue in a village (laughs) in India. So this is a 35-foot python. He puts it around himself because uh, that's where you put yeah animals that choke things to death is the way they kill them yes around yes. your neck yeah so there's a where, whole where, where would you put it Francis? That's, well, right so he had been called in to save the villagers the villagers had called so he caught the python from that, this python yes from this python and they're all standing around watching him astonished right 
He caught it. He caught it. This oh, is we great. We called the right guy. Yes. And the thing is, he had already killed and eaten a goat. The python had. Yes, not the man. <laughs> yes. The python had. That's why they called the, the cops on him. And, and and so he thought he was just going to put him into the sack. But before he did that, for some reason, like we, he put it around his neck. Yeah. I yeah. don't understand what happened there, Francis. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as he's, you know, he's going to get the sack, the, the python, that's what pythons do. It starts tightening up around his throat. Yep. And then the villagers realize, oh, shit, the guy who's rescuing us is about to get got. Yes. <laughs> and they it's start a, screaming and running. And running. This is that's what I love. Let me tell you, that's what I love the most about this story is that this man is in distress. And what do people do? They <laughs> and run. Well, they and, cut and run. Well, I'm with them because when the person that you called to save you is now going down, see, Lindsay's nodding, then you have no chance. Mm-hmm. And also, though, I'm like, I, I just don't know what I would think. What the fuck? You, why would you take a 35-foot python and... Oh, see, I ain't got no place to put this while I get the <laughs> sack ready. First of all, why'd you have the sack ready? Why are you working alone? Second of all... What, also, he was trying to take a, a selfie. With yeah, the, he, with he, the, he, he was like, his Well, that's the thing. He put it on his neck. He's like, take this picture and I'm going to put it in the sack. And the python went, oh, let's skip that and let me just kill you. Right. That goat was my amuse-a-bouche. That was delicious, but you are much taller. Yes. And stupid. I but, believe the goat put up a struggle, but you put me right on your neck conveniently. <laughs> a python. This is what they do. They That's what they do. I don't understand how much clearer they can be. You know, even if he had put them around his waist, it would have been better. You know what? I would have been okay with leaving them on the ground, like with like, uh, I don't know, like if I don't know if they can't kill them or whatever, right. or don't want to, but some kind of like pitchfork or something, <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep them in place or, or dare I say, should we have secured the python before we moved into the celebratory photo taking stage? Exactly. Exactly. But what happened was he finally got the, the python off his neck and then it was released. Um, in a nearby forest. Which to me says, also, won't the python just come back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we got to work on our python plan in this community because I feel like that's how... D- did the python take the train in so they thought the, the forest wouldn't be a problem? Well, actually, what happened was it came up the river. It wasn't supposed to be there. It well, came up yeah. the river. I mean, wasn't here's there's I got I got to quibble with wasn't supposed to be there because because <laughs> it's not like pythons came here from Mars. You know no, what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. I think the real issue is, is the village isn't supposed to be, be there. there. Exactly. And the animals keep trying to re- reassert that. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I think. So um, let's see. But before, who, who where are you leaning? Where are you leaning? This is hard. Let's go over. We've got, we've got, uh, what's her name? Lena. Lena holding the grudge 17 years. Where's my $1.7 million? I do it again. Beat down. It's with the woman who stabbed the man with a ceramic squirrel because he came home without beer. Which, who wouldn't? Yes. And we have the forest ranger who basically choked himself with a python, as yes. far as I'm concerned. I gotta tell you something. I, I, I think I'm going for a stranger. I'm going woman who with a stabby bi- a squirrel. Okay, interesting. Why the stabby squirrel? Because here's my thing. I think we both feel like Le- like Lena's justified. Yes, Lena definitely, <laughs> definitely. We just like her moxie. I like Lena's moxie. You know, like, take my ass to court and tell her I'm gonna beat her ass again if stay away from Jax. Totally. And what I love about it, the idiot is the person, the woman who walked in there to get her she ass. She got warned to, repeatedly. To, repeatedly. Told you, don't come up into Jax. You know place. how Lena is when she's got a few in her yes y'all took their money but stabby squirrel i like because (laughs) (laughs) what i like about this story (laughs) is the fact that she was like it's like she wanted her beer 
You, you she know what? No excuses. It was a holiday. She wouldn't hear, she no, wanted, she hear no excuses. But you're an idiot if you stab somebody and you you lie and you're covered in blood. To me, and you're the, an idiot. And the murder weapon is like right there. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, he fell. And they're like, on that stabby squirrel while it was in your hand. Totally. Yeah, that is stupid. But I, again, I maintain, I think there's a drug here that there's some sort of interaction mm. that they're not, that's not the reportage does not cover. Right, right, right. I gotta say that when you are a trained enough that your title is Forest Ranger. Right. And you are sent to deal with a murderous, although I think well within its rights, doing what it's supposed to, <laughs> Python. And your first priority is to get a photo op. Right. Mm. And there are no drugs or alcohol in this story. It's not like they're like he showed up drunk mm-hmm. or he showed up with, with, with somebody he was trying to impress, like this somebody he was trying to date, being like, look at me, I'm good with a python. He's got training and he put the instrument of his own imminent demise around his goddamn neck. Totally. And then his solution was to set it free into the woods, which correct me if I'm wrong, can it turn like, turn around and come back? Exactly. Were exactly. they counting on it not getting a ride? Like, you, I don't understand. Angela, that, that there they was can't a, get Uber? Like, what? Angela, there was a time in this country. There was a time. There was a time in this country that if you were a snake, you were respected. That's they kept right. you. They kept you in one of those, like, rattan baskets. That's right. And then somebody That's would, right. like, you know, do a tootly, tootly, toot, toot, toot. <laughs> and then you'd come up, and then they would stare you and in the eyes. they'd be afraid of you. They'd be afraid of you. They'd you be know afraid what I, of there you. There was a respect for snakes. That's right. You didn't You didn't send in an idiot. <laughs> no, you to didn't. And go, you know what, well, real quick, before we get rid of this thing that has terrorized this entire village, let's take a photo with one guy holding it. You realize if the whole village had to run, why did homie think that he was going to handle it on his own? There was a time in this country. There was a time. Well, forest Angela. ranger meant something. It meant something. It meant that you understood ranging and forest. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and, and picnic baskets. Thank you. He okay. doesn't understand none of these things. Okay. There was a time in this country, Francis, mm-hmm. that if somebody knew that they were on your list of things to do. Right. And you had made it clear for 17 years. <laughs> Y'all took this money from me and we are not over. Then when you walked, you knew, you knew not to walk into Jack's place. You knew. There was a time in this country when people knew what their neighborhood conflicts were and they respected the boundaries. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. There was a time in this country when a woman sent a man out for beer. He Thank would you. come back with Thank a tall you. boy. Thank you. Some kind of a 40, some kind of a beer walking up in here with nothing. You know, what do you that think even, that, that even is? Miller High Life, the nothing. champagne of beers? Nothing. Nothing? That is, see, to me, there was a time when people respected a to-do list. <laughs> yes. I'm Francis Callion. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Words. Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week. We we'll remind you can follow us on all the social medias at Frangela Duo, that's D-U-O, and write to us at Frangela08 at gmail.com. And if you go to the final word podcast.com, you can find out who submitted these idiots and, and submit them and learn all sorts of things. And please remember to subscribe and This season on My Side of the Story, Roger Stone. There is no evidence whatsoever of any Russian collusion on my part. Olivia Nuzzi. Private companies have always had a higher standard than the American voting public. My Side of the Story with Judith Regan. All episodes available now. Absolutely free however you listen. Please rate and subscribe now in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or the all-new Westwood One Podcasts app. From Westwood One Podcast Network.